We need to we need to violate these guidelines I, right now. I need to, oh, my, okay. I need my guidelines violated. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to the Savage Podcast. I'm Rose, also known as Cheap Lazy Vegan on YouTube. And I'm Daniel, one of your favorite guest stars on Cheap Lazy Vegan's YouTube channel. We're two friends who love to talk about the latest trending topics. So get comfortable and join us while we give our savage take on just about everything. You are currently listening to the previous episode of this podcast, but if you would like to listen to this week's episode and get some exclusive content, go over to patreon.com slash the savage podcast. Hello. <laughs> Hello there. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode. Are we going to do the whole <laughs> season in Australian accent? Um, Is it Australian or, or K-Way? I don't even know at this point, guys. I am like... Oh, I'm guys. so hyper. I don't know why you're hyper. He just had a massage. Yeah. So normally after a massage, you know, people are very relaxed. They talk slowly. And instead, you're the opposite. Well, it's because it feels like it's released so many endorphins. Oh, God damn. I'd be riding on a high. You'd be riding on that massage high. Oh, and it was painful but so good oh it's it's gotta be painful oh that's the rule number one massage it must be painful you know what's really embarrassing though did you fart no <laughs> um what's embarrassing i'm a bit when i get massaged oh god do you make sex noises i'm a bit of a moaner <laughs> it's even, like even like when you're getting it done from a therapist it's like a it's like an uncontrollable thing god. Uh, and you know you know the thing <laughs> that is <laughs> Is that really unacceptable, guys? Like I can't. I'm sure. I'm sure they're used to it. I'm not like. I'm not like crazy moaning, but sometimes when they hit a certain spot and uh. it hurts a little bit, I'm like, oh, <laughs> you know, like I don't know. Does anyone else do that? Like, is that? Am I fucking weird? Like I feel like when my friends massage me, I just do it, and I. Oh, I don't you care. are a fucking when when you when you give Rose a massage. <laughs> but I, you're the same. If you want to hear somebody moan, my goodness, <laughs> massage Rose's calves, okay. <laughs> seriously yeah, but like, when i'm getting it done by a, you know a professional that i do not know i i try to stay as you mute as in. possible oh yes. I, bet, I bet you you let out some moans still rose i don't think i do daniel and also i found out well i didn't find out but through <laughs> massage i kind of found this out that i have one area of my body that's extremely ticklish Wait, which which area like right here Oh, really? That's interesting. Like right in my... Like not even the armpits, but no, like your this, chest. This area, as soon as somebody starts touching it and massaging it... And then you start laughing. I, I like burst into hysterics. <laughs> and I was like... I, and she was like, oh, but your your pecs are really tight. Like I'm trying to massage in here. And I was just like started laughing. Oh my God. I was like, you're going to have to just massage other areas because I can't take it. Like I actually... Really? That's a weird yet. place. Is that I know. normal? No, I don't think it is. That's so funny. Because you know, usually people are like ticklish That's on their sides. That's your little sensitive area, is Right it? up here, Rose. Okay. My testicles. <laughs> Oh, oh my god, why are we so hyper? God damn. God. Oh, um I can't remember what I was gonna say. Never mind. <laughs> you guys, damn. welcome to another episode. Uh do we have any new patrons? We do not. Okay, we have no patrons. Guys, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah, join our Patreon community, guys. Join our Patreon community. Mm -hmm. It is patreon.com slash the savage podcast. What do you get, it's Rose? It's also linked in the show notes. And what you get is an extra bonus episode every single month exclusive to patrons. Yep. You get every episode a week earlier than everyone else, and you get ad-free content. That's right. So join us and listen to all of our exclusives from the past. Mm -hmm. And you can join for as little as $3 a month. That'd Very cheap. Cheap as hell. Mm-hmm. And we're recording this uh, this month, this Saturday, aren't we? Yeah, we're going to record January exclusive this mm -hmm. Saturday. Let us know what you guys want us to talk about yeah. if you have any ideas. Give us, yeah. Anyways, um, 
Are we jumping right in? Well, one thing I do want to kind of talk about, but it's going to have some spoilers, is the movie we saw. Oh my God. Like, okay. We so need to like kind We need of... to talk about this, but yeah. also we can't talk about it because I feel like I can't oh, talk right. about it. So we watched this movie called The Menu, mm-hmm. you guys. So, I mean, we can give like the premise, I guess, but not really. No. So I'll give the very, very generic premise. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's basically set in this very prestigious bougie ass very bougie one of those like incredibly bougie restaurants that is like thousands of dollars per person and we actually we actually think it was it was actually like they do say it was actually uh inspired by noma yeah so noma i think i think it's called noma yeah it was this restaurant i think they closed that's what i heard but it was this restaurant in Denmark, I believe. Yeah. That was world renowned. Like the most expensive restaurant in the world. Something like this. Yeah. And uh, they're they're very known for having very creative dishes, mm-hmm. if you will. And I saw some TikToks about some of the menu <laughs> items. And honestly, it doesn't even look good. No. And it and like, this is the thing, guys. I don't get it. Like, I, I don't get me wrong. I've been to some fine dining restaurants and stuff. And a lot of them are really, really good. Yeah. Some of them are really good. But I always leave hungry. Like really, I, I get pretty full because they know. give you like ten dishes sometimes. I know, but still. God damn, Daniel! But they... I'd be a growing boy, okay. <laughs> but I don't, I don't know if they do it properly. It is actually quite filling. Yeah, yeah. And it's over like two hours, so like eventually, it's either it's filling or you just get tired of like the eating. whole concept of eating. Yeah, because you're just like eating constantly, but like in t- tiny portions. Mm. It's almost like when you're cooking, mm. you're you're tasting a little bit at a time. So by the time you're done cooking, you're not that hungry. Yeah, but I do feel like as well they like over and this is part of this movie. We won't go into too much of it. <laughs> yes, but like they they over bougify it if that's a word it's like they're trying too hard yeah they'll be like oh this this tea is you know clipped with essences of japanese flowers from you know this high peak near tokyo that's been shipped in and sank to on the plane and that's not and and the sugar grains were meticulously formed to look like diamonds before they dissolved into your cup because the essence emphasizes the tea leaves God damn, Daddy, you should work at a fine dining I restaurant. I know, like literally, <laughs> but this is the kind of bullshit that they're spitting. I know. And uh, shall we talk about, we won't name the restaurant. Yeah. But let's talk about your favorite dish that we got at this fine dining restaurant. Oh my God, guys. <laughs> that we So we won't say where, we won't say who, we won't say what. Yeah, but, but we went to a fine dining restaurant. Yeah, and they did like a vegan. Yeah, it was like a vegan fine dining. Yeah. And, and basic, one of the dishes. Oh my God, one of the dishes, guys. Basically, they, <laughs> they brought this dish out and some of the dishes weren't bad, but there was nothing that blew me away. Yeah. And they, they brought out this one dish. And I actually like the look of it. It was like this kind of like fancier looking like cucumber salad, basically. I mean, they, they get A plus for presentation oh, yeah. always. Fine dining always gets A plus. Exactly. They do meticulously plan. Mm-hmm. It's not just thrown on there. It's like meticulously planned. And um, anyway, they're like the, the server always like talks you through the dish, right? Sure. So the dish lands on your plate <laughs> and they're like, oh, this is a salad with essence of these these frozen grapes from like i don't know the fucking himalayas or something <laughs> that have been shaved ever so slightly to give the fine granulars on the cucumber along with you know essence of jade and i don't know just some random it was like it was like sea sea cucumber or yeah, something yeah sea cucumber with like it was basically a cucumber salad. Uh, yeah, I couldn't. I, and I, the whole time I'm thinking, oh, this sounds delicious. Yeah. Essence of this, a little bit of this and this. <laughs> and I took a bite and I was like, this is like a shitty cucumber salad. I was like, I That's what like, I was thinking. I know. I was like, this just tastes like I'm biting into a cucumber. Literally. Like not and even a salad, listen, just eating a cucumber. You can make a delicious cucumber salad mm. with very cheap ingredients. Yes. And, and that tasted not that great. No. 
So anyway, the menu is kind of, I guess, a part of it is making fun of that kind of culture yeah. of people up being, you know, these rich people that pay all this money to obsess over these little mm. dishes. And uh, that's all I will say. Yeah. I do like the one dish that he brought up, the, the, the no bread one. I know. That one was really funny. I will give him one little spoiler and it's not going to spoil the movie for you, but he brings out this one dish and it's, you know, it's a, um, each piece and each dish is a commentary on today's society. And, you know, it's kind of like, a, he said that bread was like the food of peasants and they're not peasants that are in the restaurant. So they don't get bread, you know? And he, so literally he put, serves this plate with like five little dips, each the size of like a pea. Like tiny, tiny, <laughs> tiny with no bread and a little note that says, if you were to get bread, it would be this rustic artisanal bread. <laughs> and people are like, what the fuck? And then, the, the, you know, the people are just mindlessly eating it, being like, "Ooh, this is so delicious. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, there's n-. and what the one girl's like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, you just kind of spoiled it. But OK, it doesn't spoil the movie. I mean, it doesn't spoil the entire movie. It's but, just that one part. But yes, you spoiled that entire part. <laughs> It does not spoil the movie. The movie you must see. The movie's see. still definitely worth seeing. Yeah. Um, it's it's shocking. Mm. We'll we'll leave it at that. Yeah. So if you're a little, you know, anxious of a person, maybe that's a bit of a not so good movie to watch. That's true. I don't know. Yeah. It's a bit of a shocking movie, but it's so good. Mm-hmm. I was like obsessed. I want to watch it again. I know I kind of do too. Should we see yeah. this playing tonight? No. God damn, Daniel. Um, anyways, so shall we jump into the stories? God damn, you guys. Um, so we got some crazy ass news. Some of his updates. Some of his updates? Because this is I an mean, update. I guess it's an update, but, yeah. but not really because, I mean, yes, it's an update on the entire story. Yeah, yeah. But so I don't know if you guys remember. I'm sure everyone will know this at this point. But yeah, we Alec, talked about it on the podcast. We did. Yeah. Uh, but Alec Baldwin has been, has... I think he's been charged. It's I think being he's charged. facing criminal charges. It's yeah. facing criminal charges for the shooting that happened on the film set. Yeah, uh, which is called the uh, which is called Rust. I yeah. guess I didn't even. I literally didn't even know what the film was called. And uh, because I don't know if you guys remember the story, but mm. it blew up. I think it was last year where I guess it was, it was 2021. 2021. That's so God damn! What is fucking going on with time? I know the time is just like <laughs> flying by. So Alec Baldwin. Uh, yeah. So I guess 2021. Yeah. Alec Baldwin was on this film set yeah. as an actor. If you guys don't know, he's an actor. Mm-hmm. And he, th- I, I don't know the exact details. So I was what, listening about this today. So yeah. So what, what had happened was, is basically when they, when they, ha- they have a, like, obviously you have a bunch of people in the movie set that are doing different things. Now they had somebody that was actually in charge of the guns. Now what they're supposed to do is they're not supposed to be loaded guns and they're supposed to be called, I think the term is a cold gun. Or something yeah. like this. So that means that it's not going to, you know, you can't there's fire no, it. There's no, uh, there's no bullets. Exactly. So he was given a gun on the set and it was called, he was told it was a cold gun. He was getting ready. And then I guess in the scene, um, the gun went off and shot the cinematographer oh who was like filming. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and they, she ended up dying. And then she died. Yeah. Which was insane. Mm-hmm. So basically, uh, I guess what had happened was, um, so in, in the beginning, right? Everyone's like, well, it's an ac- it's a freak accident. It's an accident, yeah. Well, yeah. obviously, some people were saying, like, why is there negligence on the set? So yeah. someone's to blame for sure because, first of all, why is there bullets? I know. This is, the, this is what I don't understand. I'm like... Like, do they use real guns for something on I the set? I think maybe some things that they do. But even then, I feel like they're called blanks. Right. Like, you know, I think it's called the term... No, I, isn't blank 
Like when there's no bullets? No, no. I think a blank, it's like a round, but it doesn't like, it like just goes off, but it doesn't like. Oh, okay. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, I don't, I don't know too much about it, guys. About <clears throat> well, clearly we don't know anything not. about guns. Yeah. And basically, yeah. So someone was at fault, but mm-hmm. I think in the beginning, like nobody was thinking Alec Baldwin would get charged with anything because, yeah. you know, we're thinking he's just an actor. He got handed this gun yeah, by someone. Gun. Yeah. Say, and then the, apparently he was told, we don't know the entire story, right? Mm-hmm. Apparently he was told that it was a cold gun. There was no bullets. Yeah. And he also said, which I think a lot of people thought this part was suspicious. They didn't pull the trigger. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas people are like, there's no way it could have gone off if it, if he didn't pull the trigger. Mm. So maybe that part was him just being scared that he would get charged if, yeah, because yeah. it was an accident but he didn't want to say he pulled the trigger who knows or maybe he just like literally doesn't remember pulling the trigger yeah um anyway right now though the update is that apparently he is potentially being charged for some kind of manslaughter situation so 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 i guess the santa fe district attorney um and it was this was announced just on january 19th yeah so so really recently um that the county would actually bring charges against um, alec baldwin for the cinematographer's death um also the chief weapon handlers uh, the chief weapons handler for the film was also charged which and, makes sense and the film's director um <clears throat> and then because like again and I, I remember when this happened the chief weapons handler actually there was something else that was shady going on with the chief weapons handler like there oh, had been wh- some like f- people fired and new people coming oh, in okay and there, there was, was like some a drama weird, on this yeah scene. okay so they're like and I guess the um, the district attorney uh, was like talking and she was like, you know, obviously everyone is equal under the law, including A-list actors. Sure. So like, you know, even though he's an, Alec Baldwin is an A-list actor, like <clears throat> someone died on set. Like right. there is someone to blame. Right. And somebody they're going to put charges against, you know. But why do we think Alec Baldwin isn't being charged? So one thing I heard, which I didn't know before, mm. was that he was also one of the producers of the film. If mm-hmm. So that's what I heard. Yeah. So maybe that's why. Yeah. Um, but because it, as a producer or director, like you're <clears throat> kind of in charge, right? So like, right. But then it's hard to say because like I really it's hard. Yeah, I I almost like who's to blame here? You know, is it the gun yeah. gun handler? Is it Alec Baldwin? Is it like the director? Like that's where this gets a little bit con- convoluted, right? So like, yeah, I don't know. I guess ugh, I need to find out more. Um, yeah. <clears throat> let's see. Oh, let's see why Alec Baldwin was charged over rust shooting, according to Santa Fe. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says he will be charged with mm-hmm. two counts of involuntary manslaughter in the fatal shooting of cinematographer Helena Hutchins on the set of the Western movie Rust, mm-hmm. um, as will the armorer who oversaw all weapons used in the production. Yeah. Baldwin, who has maintained he was not aware the gun he fired contained a live round called the... Uh, New Mexico prosecutor's decision, a terrible miscarriage of justice. So he doesn't get a free pass. Like we get that, but like, okay. It says every person that handles a gun has a duty to make sure that if they're going to handle that gun, point it at someone and pull the trigger, that it's not going to fire a projectile and kill someone. An actor does not get a free pass just because they're an actor. Mm -hmm. That is what is so important. We are saying here in New Mexico that everyone is equal under the law. And then I think what they're saying is like, okay, like, yes, number one, the gun handler who gave him the gun said it was cold is at fault. But then number two, Alec Baldwin, the actor, he's holding a gun. You know, mm-hmm. he, why did he pull the trigger? You know what I mean? Like he's acting. He doesn't need to right. pull the trigger. And like, okay, hold on. I need to, I need to know more. Nobody was checking, um, 
So, okay, there was lack of safety and safety standards on that set. There were live rounds on set. Again, very confused as to why. Why? Nobody was checking those, or at least they weren't checking them consistently. And then they somehow got loaded into a gun, handed off to Alec Baldwin. He didn't check it. He didn't do any of the things he was supposed to do to make sure he was safe. Sorry? So he was supposed to check as well. I guess he was supposed to check it, yeah, to make sure he was safe or that anyone around him was safe. And then he pointed the gun at Helena Hutchins and pulled the trigger. Mm -hmm. Another thing that I'm, like, confused about, is that like that's okay is it easy to point a gun because she was shot in the chest yeah and she was also like the it's, cinematographer i'm like why are you like, pointing exactly at like you're not acting like i would maybe understand if you were like in the scene and you were mm-hmm. supposed to shoot someone and you thought it was a fake gun because i think that's happened before i think yeah like bruce lee's like son or something died from that or something yeah. like this but she's not an actor mm. so she's just like there was he like joking around? You know, I feel like there's other things that we don't yeah, know. That's a weird situation. Like, that guys. seems like a freak. Like that seems like a too many coincidences. Yeah, you know too what many I mean? coincidences into the, the accident. Exactly, because it's like you think like I don't know. I've never handled a gun, but mm. it seems like very hard to accidentally shoot someone in the chest. Yeah, maybe in the in the leg, maybe in the you know wherever. I'm not saying he did it on purpose at all, but. I don't know. Anyway, so apparently he could be like he could go to jail for like five years. That's what I heard. Um, Well, apparently uh, Baldwin, I guess, followed Hutchins instructions. Who's the person that got shot and aimed the gun toward the camera where that's where the cinematographer was. Oh, so that's why they got because shot. she was behind the camera. Yeah, and it's apparently the gun discharged, striking both her and oh, another person. Oh, God, that is like literally the worst. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. God, it just... None of this makes sense to me. Again, why is there a loaded gun in the first place? Why are there bullets? What is happening? It is weird. Like, you know... <laughs> like, you, it's a gun, bro. Whenever, whenever you think about, like, forensics and stuff, you have to think about, like, what is a plausible thing that makes sense? And there's so many, like, things that led up to this that, like, seem to fail. Yeah. You know, like, so many checks and balances that you're like, how is there so many coincidences that end up with this person getting shot? Yeah. Um... I think it's literally just, I guess, negligence. And yeah. um, I don't know if, like, I wonder if he wasn't a producer, would he still be charged? I guess he still would be potentially. Because he handled the gun. That's true. Because it sounds like whoever handles handles the gun, it is also partially their responsibility to ensure that, sure. you know, it's okay, not Okay, yeah. Before, I didn't really think like this, but yeah. maybe. Like, yeah. maybe if I was an actor, I'd have to point the gun to the ground and just pretend to fire it just to see if there's, like, a round in it or something. Oh, you know? that's so scary. Just to, I don't, I don't, I don't even want to touch yeah. a gun. I'm sure there is, because... I've seen some comments about this issue and people say that as an actor, you do get trained on something like this where you are supposed to like when you're handling something like a gun, again, very confused as to why they don't use fake guns. Yeah. Like I don't understand. Um, like I'm, I'm trying to think of a reason why people would need to use a real gun in a set. But anyway, if they wanted to fire real ammo, I guess to make it, I more guess, believable. but then do it. I'm sure they have a separate place that they do it. Like a shooting like, range or something. Yeah. Like you wouldn't do it on that set. Yeah. Well, I we, did, like how negligent are these people is my like what the fuck i know i i know I it's wild rise i know so anyways dude might go to jail mm-hmm. and uh i don't know he'll be popular in prison oh god stop <laughs> i'm just kidding i don't he'll know probably be, he'll probably get like house arrest or something you think so well actually i don't know I, I think they have like a separate jail for like famous celebrities yeah because 
it, it is they're obviously a target of course if they go right so for example you know that college scandal the college admission scandal mm-hmm. like Lori Lachlan she actually did go to jail yeah yeah and I'm pretty sure they don't put her in like normal jail yeah, I still can't get over those college scandals. I know I still I'm, I'm that still documentary not was fucking I know crazy. I kind of want to rewatch it it's insane I know it was on Netflix right I think so. College, I don't even know what it was called. College admissions or something. Okay. I can't remember. No, but it was like, yeah. But like, was... how much we want to bet it's still going on. Oh, yeah. 100% it is. And there's always these loopholes like, oh, we'll put them on a sports scholarship. Yes, they're always on some kind of scholarship. But like, I would question that. If I was a child and my parents were like, you're on a polo scholarship <laughs> and I've never fucking played polo in my life. And I'm like. Well, some of the kids were in, in it. Yeah, like, true. Like Lori Lachlan's kids were in it. Oh, yeah. 100%. Like they were posing as Well, and she a lost rowing. a bunch of brand deals and stuff because she was an influencer, wasn't she? Well, daughter. She, but she's back. Yeah. That's the thing. I feel like people don't get canceled like they do get kind of canceled but then they end up coming back with a vengeance <laughs> um when are we canceling kanye west by the way um, i think he's canceled i don't know what's going on i don't know either he's kind of in like anyway um <laughs> so another story guys this one is more about pharmaceuticals um so apparently there's a diabetic drug that's out there called ozempic Oh, I didn't know it was diabetic drug. Yeah, so it's for people with diabetes. I thought it was for weight loss. No, but this this is the issue. Okay, so, tell me about the issue. <clears throat> what's happened is a lot of people. I guess it's becoming a hot new weight loss fad. Okay. You know, people are like, hey, you know, obviously want to let's lose. take this diabetes drug and take yeah. it away from the diabetic patients. Exactly, exactly. So now <clears throat> they're starting to have issues in the U.S. where because so many people are starting to take this as like a, a weight loss drug. Yeah. They're like running out of of medication and people like that have legitimately have diabetes oh. aren't able to get it. Like, or they'll, you know, they're starting to run into like... Is this like over the counter? Uh, I believe so, yeah. His doctor put him on Ozempic, which helped him to lose about 20 pounds. So I guess it's, it, is, it does but work then for weight loss. If- I mean, I think it's supposed to regulate your blood sugar. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it says that... Yeah, because that's what diabetes is, right? It's like your blood sugar is... I don't know. Something's wrong with your your blood sugar. I don't know anything about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, yeah. So, I guess it regulates the blood sugar, which is probably why it helps with weight loss. Mm -hmm. Uh, Does it even? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, But it says that when he recently went to pick up his refill, an automated message told him that there would be a delay picking up a standard one milligram injector pen because of a nationwide shortage. Yes. So my my confusing mind Mm -hmm. is thinking if it's a prescription, um, don't they need to have diabetes to be prescribed this or is that not a thing? (laughs) It says... Uh, nearly one in four Americans vowed to live healthier in 2022, <laughs> making it <laughs> making it the number one New Year's resolution. I mean, it's always the number one New Year's resolution. It is. It is. And one in five said they wanted to lose weight. Fair. Okay, mm-hmm. good. Despite these good intentions, the weight continues to pile on. More than mm-hmm. two in five Americans were classified as obese. Two in five. That's 20% obese with a BMI over 30 between 2017 and 2020. And uh, I think that's bullshit. My BMI is over 30. A BMI is... It's not perfect. Yeah. Like, it's not perfect science. So I was like, my BMI is over 30, and I wouldn't consider myself no, obese. No, I don't think so. And I think it's... Yeah, so that's why... The BMI is definitely, like, flawed. So it doesn't take into account, for example, your muscle mass and, um, like, a lot of different factors. A lot of physicians started prescribing Ozempic off-label, which they're permitted to do for the treatment of obesity. Oh. Oh, shit. God damn. So part of the problem is the doctor's. <clears throat> Well, here's the thing. Here's my controversial. And the opinion. drug apparently the drug helps people lose it on average ten to fifteen percent of their starting weight. Well, here's my unpopular opinion. What is it? That obesity is also, you know, dangerous and it's also It is you true. Know, 
something that should be treated. Mm. So maybe it is something that it's not like people are doing. Like if people are just doing it for vanity, yeah, yeah, then I'd be like, okay, fuck this, okay. But when somebody is like morbidly obese, mm-hmm. you know, that's all. I mean, that's usually in line with diabetes. First of all, usually oh, yeah. a lot of people that are obese also have potential like issues with diabetes. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh you know if it helps you lose weight in a healthy i don't know how like i don't know if this is like healthy i don't know what the fuck yeah but if it helps you lose weight in a healthy way then i don't know i would say maybe they both need it unpopular opinion <laughs> i don't think taking drugs to lose weight is a oh, healthy God way to lose damn weight. daniel but maybe it helps kickstart you know yeah it, i mean it could help kickstart but what i'm thinking is like anytime you're taking a substance because like think about people that like yo-yo diet and do all of those things sure. like doing taking a prescription drug again it's not sustainable weight loss I, I understand that, but I think some people maybe they're at a very dangerous weight mm. and they need to immediately get it down before they start to, or maybe they're at a weight where, you know, again, I'm just putting out an example. If they're like morbidly obese to the mm-hmm. point where they can barely move yeah, and they, you know, take this drug to potentially help them get to a certain weight and to then they can mobility. St- exactly. And yeah. then they can start adding in. So there are circumstances. I don't think it's, it should be a long-term solution. Yeah. And I don't think it's, it's something that everyone should be prescribed. Mm-hmm. And of course I would prefer, you know, people can lose weight naturally. A lot yeah. of people can. Okay. But maybe there's other issues mm-hmm. that, you know, are harder to, you know, overcome without the drug to begin with and then maybe after you add in other things yeah so i don't know you know Mm. again i don't think it's you know i I don't think most people should be taking it but i think maybe if you're at a very serious level Mm -hmm. i don't know well that's an interesting opinion rose (laughs) you don't agree I don't know. I again, I don't know. Um, it just like yeah. It's I, again, obesity is such a complex like subject. Yeah, as well. and if like, it was easy to do it on it on your own, I think obesity again it it is a very complicated subject because mm-hmm. there's a lot of like, underlying issues yeah. with it, right? A lot of people have these. Maybe they have all these like tra- a lot of people have trauma from like mm-hmm. childhood. Well, think and of, think of uh, that movie we watched. What was it? The whale. Oh, God damn. That'd be... Yes, exactly. So yeah. a lot of people when, you know, they're obese, there's a lot of it, reasons, right? Like, yeah. you know, they, they've gone through trauma and then they 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 develop maybe binge eating disorder. Mm-hmm. And it's very hard to overcome it without maybe a little bit of, you know, a little bit of drugs. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, so I, I think even just like, because I don't know if we talked about The Whale on here. Oh, yeah. So we watched The Whale, which yeah. is a movie with yeah. Brendan Fraser, who made his comeback yeah. in a movie called The Whale. Yes. Oh, it was, it's a controversial movie, though. It is, yeah. Have you seen some of the reviews? I haven't seen the reviews on it, no. Really? Oh, my God. So I don't I usually like, read reviews. Really? You're, I, like, so, obsessed so with reading reviews. So, what I like reviews. to do... So, well, before I watch the movie, I very rarely look at reviews. Yeah. I don't even look at the trailer. Yeah. Because I think so many trailers, they just give away the entire movie. Yeah, they, they, it's it's like a trailer supposed to just be a preview. Know, but Not give you the whole fucking plot. I know. And so many movies do that. Like, yeah. you'd be surprised. So, I try to avoid watching trailers until I watch a movie. I like to be surprised. So... And I also like try to avoid reviews because I try to look at it from an unbiased perspective. Mm. And but then after I watch a movie, if I usually if I really liked it or if you I really see hated what other it, think. exactly, I'm yeah. like I need to know, I need to know. So I Google it like after, and I like mm-hmm. look at all the reviews. And the whale was interesting because. Well, I had heard a little bit of people talking about it. A lot yeah. of people in the body positivity movement did not like it. Yeah. Because they were like they were portraying obesity to be you know like horrible which i mean come on 
Guys, I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, obviously, we're talking about in the whale. He's like seven hundred pounds. Like he's morbidly obese, guys. Like, like he to can't, the point where he cannot move. He's not breathing properly. Like yeah. again, we <laughs> we talked about this before, and it's not about like I'm not trying to not be body body positive to somebody. Yeah. Like I think everyone should feel good about themselves at any weight. But the reality is, and the whale emphasized this reality: yeah. if you are morbidly obese. <laughs> Oh my god, I'd be amazed. God damn, Rose, you. I'd be spilling. You all wit. <laughs> Daniel? I should cut that part out, shouldn't I? <laughs> you can leave it in. Um, <laughs> Daniel? Um, but, but That's the first time you ever said that. I'm going to leave that one in. You a nasty woman. Um, but the, the reality is, is like it isn't a healthy place to be. Mm. So maybe I can kind of get behind what you're saying about these prescription drugs as well. Like maybe, you know, like someone if, like him. Yeah. Like if he was because it was someone There's like no me. There's no turning back for him, you know, without yeah. some extreme measure. If there's someone like my size where I I personally like want to lose maybe like 15 ish pounds. Yeah. So it wouldn't be for someone like your size, of course, mm-hmm. or th- even anyone that's maybe even like a hundred pounds heavier than you. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Cause then it's like those kind of things. I'm like, okay guys, like, mm-hmm. you know, try you to can do it without. Exactly. Cause, cause I, I've just seen so many people, not so many people, but like I know of people that have done like the crash diets or done crazy sure. things and then it's really fucked them up. So yeah, exactly. I'm um, definitely anti-crash diet. Anyway, mm-hmm. the, the, the whale, the whale. Yeah. So, so that's one thing people were saying. And yeah. another thing people said, which I was like, Oh, interesting is that they kind of, so this is after when I was reading the reviews. Yeah. They kind of over, like it was almost too, how do I say? The obesity aspect, which of course was the, you know, one of the main things. Yeah. But it was almost too like amplified. and central? Not necessarily central, but Mm -hmm. almost like so dramatic and over the top. Like Mm -hmm. everything he was doing was like, oh, like him, you know that part, there's like a scene where he's like rummaging through his, he's like having like a panic attack and he's Mm -hmm. like rummaging through his kitchen and like over, like binging on food and it was, it was very like gross and um, I think, like when he put the pieces of pizza together, yes. with the mayo and then he's like, the he's chips. like, yeah, he's like making like giant sandwiches and just shoving it in his mouth, and then he's mm. like puking it out, mm. and it was like very over dramatic. Yeah, but I, it, I think that's the reality for some people. Yeah, I think, I think that. So I that's think, the argument against yeah. that aspect. Yeah, I think people are uncomfortable with it because it is reality. Yes. You know, and I think it's it's movies too often kind of sugarcoat a reality or right. they make it seem less than it is. Like they, right. you know what I mean? But honestly, like I, and this is why I personally, like there was things I didn't like about the film for sure, but I think that the way they, they portrayed his life yeah, is at least, and I, maybe I'm biased. I don't know because I've never been 700 pounds. I don't know anyone that's 700 pounds, yeah. but I feel like he portrayed it pretty accurately. Like he had these and you feel for him, but he, he had these like psychological compulsions to eat. Yeah. Yeah. Like even when he wasn't even that hungry, he felt shit about himself. He didn't want to, but yeah. he still did it. Yeah. And you could see him frantically rummaging through, grabbing things, eating. And, you know, he would do this. And he he doesn't look like he's even enjoying it. That's another aspect. But he's not. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I found really sad. Is like, And and I think that's also a part of, for example, like, again, sorry. That's all good. (laughs) That's also a part of, you know, binge eating disorder. From what I hear is a lot of people that have it. And some of them are not even, you know, they're not even fat Mm -hmm. because maybe they they purge or whatever it is. Like me. No, I don't don't purge, but I definitely sometimes binge. You don't have binge eating disorder. Only when I'm stoned and I go over Panago, okay? <laughs> um, but what I heard is that mm. people just eat almost mind. Like, I don't know if it's mindlessly, but mm. they're not even enjoying it. Yeah. But they're eating, which I find insane. It becomes just like a motion of just... Which I was like, well, that's definitely some kind of, you know, disorder because, you know, I... Yeah, sometimes I binge, mm. but, 
but I'm enjoying it. You know what I'm saying? But and the reason why I think, again, going back to the whale and uh-huh. why I think that's a reality is because I don't think if that wasn't his reality, he, would he be wouldn't, that fat. he wouldn't be 700 yes, pounds. This is true. So that's, that's where I'm like, people are uncomfortable with it. People don't like it. People can say what they want, this but the is reality true. is you don't get 700 pounds by yeah. not binge eating and, right. and, and, and eating. Cause you he was like eating all the time. Yeah. He was and, eating all the time. And not even and just he was like eating like pizzas every day, two pizzas, and fried chicken. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and not yeah. just a fried chicken, a whole fucking box of fried yeah. chicken KFC. Like. I know. And it, it was uncomfortable, but you're right. Like, I, I also did not necessarily agree with the criticism. Mm-hmm. I think the only thing I didn't like about the movie, and I I don't know if it's a criticism of the movie, but I just really hated his daughter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, well, I guess my criticism, oh, I don't want to tell the, the story because it would spoil Yeah, the let's movie. not ruin it. Let's not ruin but it. But basically, people. I felt like what happened at the end was very out of character based on what we saw. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? They yeah. could have. I think they could have done it in a different way mm. that was more realistic, if that makes sense. It does make sense. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, so anyway. I don't know how we got to the whale, but we're talking about obesity. Yes. So I guess people are taking this drug to lose weight. I yeah. literally thought it was just a weight loss drug. Yeah. Um, but I guess it was mainly for diabetes. But you know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's America. Just make more drugs. Oh, this is it. America's so good at yeah. prescriptions, and everyone like, everyone's yo, on fucking benzos. Supply and, and demand, bitch. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry, but you created the private healthcare system. I know. I guess I mean the the losers are the people that actually have to deal with it. Exactly, and people That's that actually why. need prescription. I'm one of those people though. Like I'm unless I absolutely need. You'd be it, a naturalist. I, I I kind of am. Like, do I, you never take like Tylenol? Not often. Even if you have like a really bad headache. If I have a really bad headache, then right. I will. Yeah. If it's well, really bad. Well, what's funny is that because I used to be like you as well, <laughs> so I would like almost never take Tylenol or Advil or anything. And then later I really, cause the only time I would take it, let's be honest, is when I'm hungover. Mm. Okay. Because I don't really get headaches otherwise. Yeah. I don't really get them either actually. Yeah. So the only time I like, I almost never get headaches unless I'm hungover. Yeah. And so I started taking like Advil and Tylenol when, mm-hmm. with my hangovers. Cause I figured I'm like, well, who am I to be like, oh my God, I don't want to take these two pills just, after a night of fucking drinking two bottles of wine. That's true. You've been it's putting, just ridiculous. You've been putting other things in your body, you Excuse know? Excuse me, so, Daniel. What's a little Tylenol? <laughs> exactly. I just feel like it's just like, it's it's kind of like when we try to save like, you know, $2 on groceries, but then spend $15 on a cocktail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean, but that's, I mean, you gotta, you gotta I, balance life. I bro. know, I know. Exactly. That's why it's funny. It's like I with know. alcohol, I'm just like, woo, you know, whatever. Yeah. And then the next day I'm like, okay, I gotta, you know, not take Tylenol. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, can. that's the real b- drug problem. It there. is. <laughs> Speaking of alcohol, Rose, what oh a my great God. segue. What a great segue. Yes. So um, I've been hearing about this on TikTok and I think it's because I'm doing dry January. So I've yeah. been like searching up dry January. So I get, I'm getting all this like random, you know, alcohol is mm. poison content. Oh, God damn, Rose. <laughs> By the way, I do have to ask you though. We, we've touched on this topic before on this podcast. And I want to know if you've been, been being true to yourself, Rose. I have been, Daniel. Have you been giving yourself that hour limit on TikTok? What's the hour limit on? Oh, you're only allowed an hour a day, and that <laughs> I, includes your posting of your. Daniel, on, that's rude, though, because you know the posting takes a while sometimes. I may have extended the limit by fifteen minutes a few times. Unacceptable, Rose. You said one hour is your cutoff. <laughs> okay, starting tomorrow. Okay, Daniel, I'm <laughs> quitting drinking. Just give me this, okay? Let me have some fun okay, in life. Okay, exactly. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm getting some very, uh, you know, educational content. This is true about alcohol. This is true. So. 
the reason why I want to talk about this is because one of the things that came out recently, I guess in the last few days, is Canada's new alcohol guidelines. And I'm getting all these like street interviews of people talking about this yeah. and th- these like really kind of trashy looking people <laughs> that are like Canadians. I'm sorry, but like, you know. God damn. That'd be rude. That'd be rude okay. as hell. And they're just like, they're like, <laughs> anyway, they're like reacting to yeah. these guidelines. Cause yeah. It sounds very low. Okay. So Canada has overhauled its alcohol consumption guidance and the difference between the new and old recommendations is stark. (gasps) So the latest round of recommendations published by the Canadian Center on Substance Abuse and Addiction is the first update in 11 years. Okay, so um, it says uh, while acknowledging that 40 percent of people living in Canada aged 15 and older, goddamn, consume more than six standard drinks per week. Are you shocked? That is shocking. I mean, we easily... Six drinks, Daniel. <laughs> okay. If you go out twice... I'm sorry. How, are you really going to pretend that no, that's shocking? I'm not, no, but I'm, the shocking factor is 40% of Canada. I wasn't talking about myself, oh, okay? okay. <laughs> I'm not shocked that I drink more than six uh, does it sound, drinks per week. I, it sounds low to me. You thought it'd be more like 70? <laughs> I thought it'd be at least 50. You need to remember, there's a big portion of the population that's like older, like. I mean, you know, I, yeah. So I guess if we if we count like people that are sixty yeah. plus, if we if we segmented for twenty to forty, it would probably be this at least would be 50. way yeah, higher. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. want to know those details. Yeah. Anyway, the report warns that no amount of alcohol is safe to consume. So that's interesting. No which, amount of alcohol. Yeah. I mean, again, let, let's keep going. Okay. Well, it's. I mean, the thing is, you know how like the whole thing about oh, like a glass of red wine is healthy. That's basically just bullshit. It's been debunked. It's been debunked. Um, Was it that just marketing makes- put out by the wine companies? Probably. <laughs> um, anyway, and, but I'm sure it's not going to be like be extremely unhealthy to yeah, have a glass of wine, glass you know. Of wine, yeah. But what they're saying is. It's better to have none at all. That I think that's what they're saying. Yeah. So it rec- it recommends a it's new. It's also better cap- for you to have the no no chocolate at all either. God damn, Daniel! But chocolate. You know? I mean, I think chocolate is a little healthier than wine. They say dark chocolate's very healthy. I think that's actually proven. Is that another marketing ploy for the dark chocolate companies, Rose? <laughs> that, that, by Big Chocolate? Yeah. Um, Who knows? This is the fi- this is the, another thing, guys. Before we dive into this story a little bit more, <laughs> the thing that's a little bit fucked up, and this is like global, is like a lot of the shit that we are fed is paid for by these fucking companies. So well, like, that's why you have to look at non-industry funded studies. I know, but like even the non-industry funded studies, there might be like some weird charity thing that's being funded by them. Oh god damn, Daniel. Like it's actually like fucked up. Like the Can- I know, it is like the Canada up. Food Guide. Yep. And they had to readjust it and stuff. They readjusted it now. But in our day growing up, it was like very specific things. A lot of heavy meat and heavy dairy. And guess what? Those are the main contributors into funding of the Canadian Food Guide. I know. I was like, this is fucked up. It is fucked up. Well, I mean, we saw Cowspiracy. We saw those movies. I know. It's all industry funded. It is. Um, It's like, what do I believe? Anyway. I know. And I mean, this is another reason why every other drug is illegal because of Mm. big alcohol, right? Yeah. Um, And also why weed is illegal still in many countries because alcohol is so powerful. It is, yeah. And Multi-billion dollar industry. Oh, like easily. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so it, it says it recommends a new cap on weekly alcohol consumption that is significantly lower than the previous one and lays out new guidelines. Okay, give me the... Okay, here's a summary. It says, rather than laying out strict rules around drinking, the new CC, CCSA guidance provides a continuum or scale of risk associated with various levels of alcohol. The new continuum defined... There you go. It's fucking right there and you went mm-hmm. all the way down. No, but there's like a point form. There's bullet notes. No, but those were... That's what was defined as a standard drink. That mm-hmm. wasn't actually what the guidance is okay mm-hmm. god damn daniel anyway <laughs> <laughs> i 
I need a drink. <laughs> Speaking God, of that, we need to we need to violate these guidelines I right need, now. I need to. Oh, okay. my, I need my guidelines <laughs> violated. So um, it says. Uh, <laughs> The new continuum defines the health and safety risks associated with drinking as negligible to low for people who have two standard drinks or less per week. So basically, if you have two or less, you're probably fine. Yeah. Moderate for those who have between three and six standard drinks per week and increasingly high for those who consume more than six standard drinks per week. In other words, to minimize the risk associated with drinking, they recommend consuming no more than two alcoholic drinks per Per week, a dramatic reduction from the previous cap of 15 drinks for men and 10 drinks for women. See, I feel like I'm more in line with that guideline <laughs> than the new one. Because 15 drinks, I definitely don't have that a week. Yeah, 15 is a lot. That's a lot to have in That's a week. Like if you went out, because like if you have five in a night, you'll get pretty buzzed, Oh, right? yeah, hugely. Yeah. If like, I have three to four. I think maybe when we were in like uni and we were in like the top of the binge drinking, oh, we yeah. could probably drink 15 drinks oh, a yeah. week. And when night. we were doing shots and no. stuff. <laughs> Some nights. Yeah. When we were doing shots and stuff. Now, like even 10 a week. That's a lot. I feel like 10 sounds pretty good. Yeah, no, like. Because uh, you could go out maybe three times, twice, have yeah. five drinks. Yeah. <laughs> but now they, they recommend two a week. The report refutes the popular belief that drinking a small amount of alcohol can provide sleep and health benefits and warns that as few as three to six drinks per week can increase the risk of developing certain cancers. It warns consuming more than seven drinks per week increases the risk of heart disease and stroke with the danger of increasing uh, with the danger increasing with each additional drink. You want me to do dry January? Is this why you, <laughs> okay. you wanted to pull this up, bro? <laughs> no, but I thought it was interesting. So a standard drink. Let's see. What is a standard drink? What is a standard drink? It says a 12 ounce bottle of 5% alcohol beer. Okay, fair. Yep. Five ounce glass of 12% alcohol wine. Five ounces is a small fucking glass. That's Let me really just small because normally there are eight ounces in a restaurant, aren't they? A 1.5 ounce shot glass of 40% alcohol spirits. So two of those and you're basically finished. That's all for Thoughts a week. Per week. It's kind of insane. Well, I don't know if it's insane. I mean, this might be the reality. I mean, it is the reality. Yeah. I do want to know how much, I'm sure it says in the report, mm. how much does it increase? Like, for example, let's say you have that moderate amount. Mm. Is it like super fucking dangerous? And also, does it count for other factors? I'm sure it does, right? Obviously, yeah. if you like smoke and drink and eat like shit. Oh, yeah. You it, know? It's a, it, com- it will be a, what do they call it? A com- uh, <laughs> compounding. Compounding factors. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, I, I mean, I'm, a part of me is like, is this fear mongering? But a part of me is also like, you know what? Maybe we need to know this. Because two seems really low. It is low, but I think they're being realistic. Yeah, but I, I also feel like two is. Ex- but again, I'm I you know I'm just like not even just going out. It's just like if I have a glass of wine I'll like with a dinner one night, another night two days later I have a glass of wine with dinner, and then the yeah. last night I have another glass of wine. I'm already over the limit by yeah. by one glass. Mm-hmm. But I feel like three glasses of wine a week. I know that's so little. Not a big deal. I mean, a bottle of wine—you split it between two people, mm-hmm. and that's at least two glasses, if not well, a little no, bit more. Well, no, that would technically be one. Well, actually, no, it'd be according more to these five five ounces. You're and right. A bottle of wine is what twenty-seven. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think it's. Is it 20? I think it's twenty-seven. Oh god, damn. I think so, around there. And the way you pour glasses as well, Russ. <laughs> god damn. Um. So yeah, I don't know. So you're doing dry February? <laughs> After all these I mean, TikToks and watching this, well, and maybe I'll blackout, skip a week. Maybe I'll do like. Mongering. Oh my god. Well, it's kind of scary. Yeah. You know, and and also like I'm thinking about this, and I'm like, I mean, I'm not gonna quit alcohol, but it is kind of so 
backwards that you know for example other drugs we are okay to fear monger right yeah. and alcohol is a drug like it is a drug yeah uh, but like with but it's so normalized that we don't see it as a drug mm. and if if we took other drugs and we were hung over the next day and like unable to do anything for an mm. entire day that we would take that very seriously right yeah but with alcohol it's very normal yeah. it's like oh i'm just hung over like haha i'm just like watching tv being a piece of shit and like puking all day like, whereas that- whereas if you were coming down from like heroin or something exactly and you're like i'm having withdrawals people are like oh exactly. you're a fucking drug addict <laughs> exactly it wouldn't- exactly yeah that's true and you know you know honestly I, I know I've talked about this a little bit of the podcast. <laughs> I say everyone does their own little thing. But one thing I do, I actually really do enjoy weed. <laughs> yes. Only because you don't get the hangover the next day. Oh my God. Yeah, I know. You, you can sleep just, like a fucking You glorious. sleep like a baby. Uh-huh. You relax. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, but obviously I can't go out because I'm like, it just chills That's me out. That's the thing. Oh God. You know, the thing is with booze, it's like different. Mm. You know, with with weed. You get you more know, social. With weed, I'm so antisocial. I just want to like yeah. sleep. I yeah. just want to like chill on my couch, watch some TV, mm. pig out on, you know, 5 million calories mm. and then, you know, just call it a day. Mm. But with booze, it's like there's like that like three drink buzz. Oh. that's like perfect. But the th- I feel like once and you the, hit that, I know, you hit dangerous. a cusp. It's dangerous. That is a cusp. <laughs> One drink, fine. Two drinks, fine. I can go out, come home. Easy. Yeah. As soon as you hit that third drink, <laughs> yeah. you're like, Oof. that's like the little like it's a dangerous territory. Like you know when we were out on Monday and I had three drinks. I, did you want a little bit more? I was almost like, mm, you guys go home. I'll just stay out for a little bit. <gasps> really? Yeah, I was like, I'll just have another drink. Like it's the, the turning. It's the turning point. I know it's hard to stop. You know, and then it starts to really go downhill after it's that. Because we we have this like thing where we have that third drink and we're feeling really good. We want to mm. keep the buzz going. Yeah. But then once you have a little more, it does it doesn't feel like you get like more drunk and then it's not as like enjoyable. Yeah. Like it's it's still it's fun. Don't get me wrong. But then you like end up not remembering shit. Yeah. Or like you know you get too drunk that you're too dizzy. You know what I mean? Like you're but that puking. three drink that three drink happy place. Oh, it's such a happy place. <laughs> But apparently we can't even have that. Nope, too. God, we we got nothing fun. Mm-mm, not anymore. Well, you know, like we can't have anything fun anymore. No. We can't we can't drink. You know, we can't. Uh, we can't do anything. God damn, nothing in our society is healthy. It's all a fucking risk. God damn. Mm-hmm. Well, they say that even a sedentary lifestyle is a very very. Oh yeah, sedentary is so bad. It's so bad for you. Yeah, they say that even if you work out, like let's say you go to the gym. I think we talked about this. Mm. You go to the gym like once, like a. Let's say you go five times a week, right? Yeah. You spend maybe an hour at the gym. But if you're sad most of the day, that's still like really unhealthy compared Fuck. to people that are, for example, Doing moving around a lot more. And stuff. Exactly. That oh God. because we're not really supposed to be sitting for this long. I know. I know. That's my job. I'm at an office all day. I know, but that's why they say, like, you know, we have to do as much as we can, even though the world is literally designed against us. I know. We have to do as much as we can to try to move, like, you know you know fucking go for a walk go go pee go get a coffee yeah you yeah, know? yeah i do go i do go like to you the, do I walk go to quite the, like, a bit though yeah to i walk i mean i walk to and from the office every day yeah i walk which is a good amount yeah while i'm at the office i'll walk to the coffee or the lunchroom yeah. like twice or three times a day down yeah. the stairs up the stairs like yeah i do a bit but again i'm still sat for two three four hours i know at a time and i'm like oh then i walk to the gym go to the gym walked here yeah so you, you walk a lot more than the standard person yeah think, and then i, I walk think. home i do at least mm-hmm. ten thousand steps a day yeah me too like so, I, I try to walk a, a lot yeah uh, but yeah apparently we can't drink anymore either yeah. the only day i'm not doing ten thousand steps is gonna be saturday what's saturday oh when we're vegging actually out. i might still do it because i'm gonna walk to the gym do yes. a workout then i'm gonna walk here yeah God damn, Daniel. Anyways, anyway. is there more stories? <sighs> is it going to make me want to... Uh... Oh, <gasps> this. This is so I fucked heard up. about this story. So yes. first of all, I don't want to say... I do, Well, it's not that I don't want to say it. Okay, This person hasn't been convicted yet. 
Yes, this is all alleged. This That's what a, you want to say. Exactly. This is all alleged, guys. I don't want you guys thinking <laughs> or like we're going to get some comments or hate comments to be like, you know, you guys are, you know. Um, it's innocent until proven guilty. Exactly. It's innocent until proven guilty. What I want to talk about with this case, though, is the fact that there are so many coincidences <laughs> that are a bit odd. Okay. okay, so we're talking about this. It's a true crime case. This is a true crime case. We're Rose's favorite. About, uh, Brian Walsh, which is a guy. This is going on right now. Okay. So he, what a weird looking man. Uh, so this is a 47 year old man from Massachusetts charged with murder in connection with the disappearance of his 39 year old wife, uh, Anna Walsh. Yeah. So this guy was, first of all, convicted of selling fake art. Did you hear about that? <laughs> no, I didn't hear about that oh, part. Oh, you didn't know that part. So no. basically, he was under house arrest um, for, I think he was selling it on eBay or something, like online. Mm. He was trying to sell some kind of like, you know, art. And he was trying to make it seem like it was real. Okay. Right? Like, you know how like original art is expensive. So I think he sold a couple of things, but it turned out it wasn't real okay. so i think he was charged and was on house arrest for doing that okay. okay okay continue so basically what had happened was guys so we have a little bit of a timeline here okay Kay. tell me the timeline so his wife went missing yeah according to her the place of work her her company that she works at um yeah. they reported on january 4th when she didn't okay. show up to work they said look she's missing her husband, Brian Walsh, he spoke to police at that point and said he hadn't seen um, Anna since the early morning of January 1st, like New Year's Day. So like three days before. Three days before okay. work had happened. And he said she allegedly had left their home um, in a ride-sharing vehicle to go to the international air- an international airport for a flight to D.C. A ride-sharing vehicle? Like Uber or something like that. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so then this is where, this is where things start to get a bit weird, okay? So this is where... Again, guys, I don't want to... I'm not condemning this person saying that it's Yeah, it's not, all it's, alleged. It's all alleged. But first of all, so they started looking into this. First of all, there was no... There's been no activity or anything on her, like, credit cards. There was no indication that she took this ride-sharing yeah. platform. There was no indication that she'd booked this flight. So things were starting to get a little bit weird. Okay? Yeah. But it takes a turn for the weirder. Okay. Do you know about this part of the story? I, I think I heard of it, but I forgot all the details. Okay. Okay. So... Oh, it gets, it gets, no, but it, it keeps, it keeps huh. Mike, Daniel, Mike. I know. I know. It keeps, um, oh God, <laughs> why does this feel so short now all of a sudden? Okay. Goddamn. Um, it keeps getting weirder. So as this is going on, um, they also obviously are investigating, um, what's his name again? Mike? Is it? Brian. Brian. Why did I say Mike? Um, <laughs> So they found, I guess they found video surveillance of him buying $450 worth of cleaning supplies at Home Depot on January 2nd, mm-hmm. the day after his wife was last oh, seen. Oh, that evidence is damning. I know. It gets even weirder. Mm-hmm. So he also didn't tell police about this. And it was a little bit weird. He bought like mops, buckets, all these other items. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, this is looking weird, right? Like, think it's about- It's looking very suspicious. It's looking suspicious. Because if you think about it, think about it like this. Like, if I- So I have cleaning supplies at my house. And the only time, the only time I would buy that amount of cleaning supplies is if I had just moved to another house, you know, like, oh, I was going to say is if you killed someone and you need to, <laughs> yeah, or that, but like, or for example, I, I had like, you know, I have moved, so I need to buy a ton of new cleaning stuff. Yeah. Like you don't typically go to Safeway to buy $450 yeah. worth. You buy yeah. like one. That's a lot. That is a fucking, sh- especially in the U S because know. you know, cleaning supplies are cheaper there. Is it? Yeah. Oh, that's a random fact that I didn't know. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Uh, 
So anyways, yeah. and then it says that security footage later obtained appeared to show him inside a juice bar, blah, blah, blah. Chilling. And then when he, when he was in the juice bar, <clears throat> he was like very like chill. Like he just seemed very right, like nonchalant. nonchalant and just and like. He apparently, they apparently found a broken knife and blood in the basement of the couple's home. Yeah. So and then they also found a hacksaw and a blood covered rug. Uh, that were found at a transfer station in somewhere in Massachusetts, about yeah. 20 miles away from their home. And then he was arrested and is being or was being held on a $500,000 bond on the charge of misleading investigators. Oh, so not even. Uh, oh, and then later he was charged with her murder on Tuesday. Yeah. So he's still he still hasn't been like <clears throat> fully like it, he hasn't gone through trial. Exactly. It literally just happened. Exactly. So get this, though. This is where, again, as if this isn't enough evidence. I know. You know, you have the evidence is damning. It is. And, and again, you just like think about, about what people normally do in their day. Like you don't normally buy $450 of cleaning supplies the day after your wife goes missing. Exactly. So there's that. There's the fact that he like didn't tell police about that. First of all, it's just shady. And then also the fact that he said, oh, she did this ride sharing. She was taking this flight. Yeah. No records of any of this. Yeah. She's not actually reported missing until she doesn't show up for work. Right. Right. So Which that's another an- suspicious. Exactly. Because it's like if she wouldn't take the flight, like her husband would have reported exactly. her missing. But she didn't. And then it gets even better. Yeah. Because then. Oh, I remember this. They, they, I guess that as part of the investigation, they've obtained his son's iPad. Right. So not his iPad, but his son's iPad. And on his son's iPad. <laughs> There was Google searches yeah, as in the best way to get rid of a body. Yeah. I think there was like um, Google search, like how to get rid of the smell of a body, how long yeah. before it starts to smell, yeah. all this stuff. Now, playing devil's advocate, right? <laughs> I'm going to play devil's advocate for just a second. Not devil's okay. advocate, but yeah, like... It is devil's advocate. Kind of. But like, okay, you have all this stuff. So it's, it's, it's looking not great. Okay. Just with regards to the iPad and Google search. Now... Not that I search this stuff, <laughs> but if I had just watched like a true crime series, yeah. I might Google some random sure, shit. Like, of like you know, they'll, they'll tell you some facts like, oh, if a body falls into the ocean, this is how long it takes to decompose. Yeah. So you might like Google it. Do you know what I mean? Like randomly. <clears throat> so maybe like that's no, what no, he was no. doing, but it seems so weird. No, no, no. If it happened in a random time when his wife wasn't missing. Okay, let me read some of these fucking searches. Oh my God. How long before a body starts to smell? How to stop a body from decomposing? How to embalm a body? 10 ways to dispose of a dead body if you really need to. How long for someone to be missing to inherit? What does formaldehyde do? How long does DNA last? Can identification be made on partial remains? The best ways to dispose of a body. How to clean blood from wooden floor? What happens when you put body parts in a Ammonia. Hacksaw best tool to dismember. How can you be charged with murder without a body? Or can you be charged with murder without a body? I mean... This guy is the dumbest murderer I've ever seen. This is excessive. Like, I'm just... Alleged. 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 We'll see what happens, guys. We'll see what what happens in the investigation. Are you the dumbest? Because, I'm sorry, you kill your wife, allegedly, Mm -hmm. okay? Allegedly. And then you decide, first of all, the next day to go and buy cleaning supplies. Yep. Did you not know that people can see you? Don't you know that there are security cameras? Everything is tracked like, these days, guys. Exactly. Like, if you, at if least you... cover yourself up. Again, exactly. I'm not saying kill your wife. I'm just saying like fucking hell. Yeah. And then you start Googling shit. Sure, like it's not on your iPad, but it's like someone very close to you. Exactly. And some an iPad that you have access to. And like... And you make up some random story about her taking a flight. People can track. I know. It's so stupid. Like, it's just like, it, there's so many uh, things, guys, in this that yeah. are like. And he has a history of, like, abuse. I yeah. Heard. It's so sad. Uh, God, like, how do you kill someone? <laughs> like, let alone your wife. I know. 
But they always and say exactly, and the spouse is like always the number, number one, one person to do it. And if you kn- most people know this fact, mm-hmm. and again, if you knew this fact, uh, uh, like oh God, if you're gonna be you know, a fucking murderer, at least mm. be a smart one. Jesus know, fucking Christ! God. I think a lot of this is becomes crimes of passion, and people just like yes are and in the moment, yes. and then they freak out. But again, like not that that's any excuse. I know it's like, not that it's normal. It's like not like I'm you know a crime mm, of passion. Like I'm getting yeah. so frustrated with Rose, you know that I'm just like oh you know. God damn, Daniel. <laughs> be careful. I'll be haunting you. Oh, God damn. I got like, a whole s- <laughs> internet community. Oh, God damn. They'll figure it true. out. Yes. <laughs> Especially after this podcast. Um, but like, it, it's like, yeah. Uh, God. It's, God. It's, it's actually very sad. And though. now I want to take back what I said because after I watched like a, a like a crime series. You don't search this much. I would incru- I would not search yeah. this much. I'd maybe search like two like things. one little thing. Yeah. Maybe you'll search like, oh, I don't know, like, yeah, there's some, like, damning Google searches, I'm sure, but yeah. all of these combined, like, these are all very, you know, and they're also very different, too, but they're all related to, mm. you know, murder. Yeah. You know what and, I mean? And hiding a body. Exactly. That's what's weird, because I probably exactly. wouldn't, I wouldn't, I, like, if I was just at home, I wouldn't Google how to hide a body. It's, you know it, what I mean? Yeah, like, it's more like, oh, like, maybe how long does a body take to, like, de- decompose? Yeah, exactly. That's kind of interesting. Or, like, I would, or I would look up, like, yeah, random things about the killers. Yeah. You know? Like, I wouldn't actually do, like, oh, how long does DNA last? God. The best ways to dispose of a body like i don't care i don't want to know how to dispose of yeah. body so did they find the body i don't know i don't think they have yet. oh it's so sad just like it's what also is... so scary that someone could just like kill you i know like you know apparently there was another search query on that also drew interest interest to investigators what's the best state to divorce okay well then why don't you get a just fucking divorce i know this is what i don't get God, these people it's because get pe- a divorce i think it's because people it's cause like, they get angry well and they, they, they feel trapped right like especially if they like have kids and like okay. all this other uh, stuff i'm sorry what's more trapping a divorce or a jail cell i know like what the fuck i don't get it I, and I, also if you're gonna be this dumb you're gonna get caught are, like, are you actually serious like seriously all these people i'm like do you really think you're gonna get away with this it's crazy it's like i know it's like but like how angry like i'm sorry these people need major fucking anger management yes oh i think this guy's an actual sociopath or a psychopath yeah yeah yeah. but like i just it doesn't make sense you know get a fucking divorce and i'm sorry guys you know when they have this much kind of situational evidence where it's, it's not even circumstance like i feel like this is very damning i guess it's not like dna evidence yeah it's not dna evidence but, but it's, it's so very suspicious. damning circum- it's i think they call it circumstantial evidence yeah but it's like so much circumstantial that at this point it's like there's no other suspects. Yeah. Um. It's literally he's already like obviously you know his fraud thing mm-hmm. which I think is talking about it here. Yeah. It's obviously it's not murder. Okay. Yeah. But he's obviously willing to break the law. Yeah. Um. But they also found like a, like they said they found a hacksaw in his basement and stuff. So like they're gonna and probably they're gonna find evidence. They're gonna do evidence on like, that. If he's like, this stupid, there's no way he could fi- he could hide evidence. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like. They're going to find evidence. And another thing is like, this is another thing that makes me really angry about these things. You have children. They have two. They have three sons uh, between the ages of two and six. Like, kid, like, I'm sorry. You have kids. Do you not have any, you know, like, do you have no, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you have no, you know, sympathy, at least for your children? It's crazy to me. It's like, you know, there was that other case that was, there was a Netflix documentary. The Chris Watts case? Yes. Oh my God. And I, that, that case that still haunts me to I make know. this day. Cause like, I get it, you know, I don't get it. I don't get it. What I get is that there was a couple, they were having marital problems, yeah. right? And the man cheated, in, cheated, but instead of dealing with his fucking problems and like, you know, being a fucking man or woman yeah. or whatever, being a person 
and dealing with it. And I get it. There's kids involved and everything else. But like, like you said, what's better to get a divorce with that person, separate and live your own lives so that everybody can like live their own lives. How they, or fucking kill somebody. Kids end up in foster care. You go to prison. Like it's like, what the fuck? You know what happened with that case, though? He killed his kids, too. Oh, yeah. He, oh, yeah, he did kill his kids. Yeah, he killed... Which is even worse. I know. It's crazy. And also, this guy was also an idiot. Yeah. But again, this guy, like, smothered his his wife. Like, yeah. I don't know if he smothered or choked... Uh, yeah. What, like, what do you call it? Strangled? Yeah. But it's... That's another thing. This is where I'm like, it can't... Yes, it's a crime of passion or whatever the fuck. Mm. But it's like... It takes a long time to kill someone through, like, choking them. Oh, it does. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not... It doesn't happen instantly. It's not like a gunshot, which again, not an excuse, but it's yeah. like, if you're strangling someone, you have time to be like, oh fuck, what the fuck am I yeah. doing? And How can you not snap out of it in that time? Yeah. Like someone is literally being choked. Yeah. So it's like. And, I, and then to kill both your daughters. How do you kill your kids? I don't know. And and then, and his wife was pregnant. Yeah. And then he's another fucking dumbass because again, like, you know, he did the shit and then. He um he drove his fucking poor little daughters to his like work site or somewhere yeah. he works. Oh my god! And then he smothered his own fucking daughters. Yeah. But you know what's like really creepy as well? Mm-hmm. I was like again reading about this case because it's so insane to me. It is crazy. It's like how do you do this? Like how does yeah. anyone do this? And they say that usually because this is like they there's like a term for this type of crime because mm-hmm. I guess it does happen. Yeah. And it apparently there's like a demographic where it happens the most and it's like men in their I think it's like in their thirties. Or maybe in their 40s. Something like this. Like his... He was like... He fit the demographic. Oh my God. Men in their 30s um, uh, with children or whatever. And they kill... The, but his is like more unique in a sense that usually when they kill their entire family, they kill themselves too. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that like the creepiest thing it you've ever so fucking creepy. heard? It is so creepy. This is why I'm single. Oh my... No. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. I don't want my partner to like snap and, and then all of a sudden try to strangle oh my, me. But what's, what's crazy is that he doesn't really have a history of... I mean, as far as we know. Yeah. He doesn't have a history of abuse. Yeah. His wife, because like, we've seen all her text messages and stuff, yeah. and she's like, confiding in her friends and stuff. She's yeah. never mentioned that he's like ever hit her yeah, or like true. ever gotten physical with her. That's what's even more scary. Yeah, that's so it's, like, weird. He just snapped, apparently. Yeah. I don't know what happened. Fuck. And And then she was just like, he's changed, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then one night, he just decides to kill them all. What oh my God. the actual fuck? The, it, I think it's those ones that disturb me more. Yes. Because there's not, there's no... Um, warning signs. Exactly. There's no like pre... Like warnings. Exactly. Yes. There's nothing that like leading up to it that you're like, oh, like leading up to it, there were a couple that had marital problems. That's it. Like not physical yes. abuse. Not like he was like throwing, slamming her into walls. Yes. And like, like she was scared for her like life. That, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's that, also scary. It but. is scary. But then I, again, I'm not like saying that one is better than the other or anything like yeah. this. But I'm saying in a case like that, like if, if something happened where he killed the whole family, it's more like you can almost rationalize it more. Yes. Because you're like, it made sense because he already was doing stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. But well, I think it's more so I think. Again, none of it is be- better or worse or whatever. Exactly. But I think it's like if there was abuse, it's like you have at least somewhat of a chance maybe to get away before, mm. you know, because you get these warning signs. Mm-hmm. I know that not everyone gets to get away and it's, you know, it's obviously yeah. still a fucking big problem. Yeah. But I think, you know, some people do end up getting away yeah. and they do save themselves. Yeah. So that's at least a potential, you know, a little bit of hope. Yeah. And maybe he can also go to, mm-hmm. you know, potential jail for abuse or whatever. You know what it is too, though? It's also our brains trying to normalize it. Like not normalize right. it. So I took a sociology class and it was really fascinating because yeah. they talked about all of this kind of stuff. And they said, 
we as a society, we have like social norms that we subconsciously abide to as well. Right. And what happens is when they're ever, when, whenever, 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 mm-hmm. God damn, <laughs> um, whenever anything happens outside those social norms, we have to um, protect our social norms. Right. And the only way that we can do that is by kind of labeling or like, okay. Um, compartmentally. So it's like if something, if somebody all of a sudden started like running in the street screaming, right. We're like, okay, they've lost their screw loose or yeah. something. Cause that's our way of normalizing it. Sure. So when, when like murders happen and things like that, again, if it's somebody that has like, you know, psychopathic tendencies, right. schizophrenia, it re-normalizes it. Like, it's easy to be like, oh, that person's just psychopathic. Exactly. But if somebody like Chris Watts that seemed to be a normal guy does it, we can't, we, we can't we normalize freak out it. Over exactly. It. We, yeah. It's not even, not, not, I think normalization is the wrong word, yeah, yeah, but yeah, we, yeah. we can't like rationalize it. It's we because, can't. Yeah. It, 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 it's more scary because yes. it, we, it doesn't it, because it could it could be any of one of us that's exactly. what we're thinking <laughs> <laughs> but there was also that case like it was like a it was a local case here yeah uh which happened many years ago at this point i think it was in dalhousie do you remember this it was an, again a family man who was like very successful uh he i think he was also in his 30s maybe yeah. he had you know a wife and kids and i think they had like they had a house and then i think they had someone living downstairs or something mm. like a tenant and do you remember this? And then he killed the tenant as well. He killed everybody and himself, I think. And I can't remember hell. if he killed himself, but, yeah. and again, nobody saw it coming. Yeah. And I think he actually had like a schizophrenic episode. Yeah. I'm not sure. Uh, or some kind of episode. But again, it was one of those things where they didn't know, mm. you know, uh, with Chris Watts, again, it's like extra scary because, yeah. uh, because I don't think he's like, he's not schizophrenic. Like it wasn't yeah. like he had like a fucking, you know, mental whatever. He literally just did it. Which is so fucking scary. Yeah. Like this man that was supposed to be this like great father. I know. Uh, how do you kill your own kids? I honestly I can't. Freaks me the fuck out. I don't understand. Anyways, on, on that, that positive, positive note, note <laughs> thank you so much for tuning oh, into this God, week's episode, guys. Whew. Yeah, this was well, it was a whew. it was a fun filled episode. God damn it, now I have to walk home by myself. In I the need dark. to go violate the the drinking guidelines. Oh god damn. Oh god. Um, as always, we hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Um, if you're watching us on or listen, not watching us, listening to us on your favorite podcast and platform, don't forget to hit that follow. You will get updated as soon as there's a new episode that goes live. For those of you watching us on YouTube, don't forget to hit that subscribe. Give this video a thumbs up. Leave some comments in the comment section below. And also, if you haven't already, of course, check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash the savage podcast. Loads of exclusive content on there, guys. You get the episodes a week early and everything is ad free. Yeah. And membership starts as little as $3 a month. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening, guys. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.